podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to the only sports betting podcast where our experts select their best bets from anywhere in the world of sport and cover each event in under 90 seconds. This is Bet Bites, the bite sized weekly betting podcast. We have all the usual football from England and Scotland, a look at the Super League Grand Final and Rugby Union's Autumn Nations this week. There's Formula One from Bahrain too. Legendary commentator John Gwynn is back with more darts, this time from the Players' Championship. We've another special guest, former UK Snooker Championship finalist Neil Folds, who'll give us his tips on this year's edition. Plus horse racing and Strictly Come Dancing after yet another successful week in the ballroom for Andy Holding. But we start with another special guest, Talk Sports' Jeff Peters, who gives us his thoughts on the Premier League. Let's focus on the teams in the Premier League relegation zone. Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United have got just eight points between them after nine games each. The biggest surprise is Sheffield United as the other two were promoted last season. The Blades, however, did finish that campaign poorly, losing the last three matches and eight of nine this time around. Scoring goals is an issue, only five in the past 12. Not much better for Saturday's opponents, West Brom, with six in nine. They failed to score on six occasions. Carlin Grant, one of the few summer arrivals, has found the net once in five. If he can step up, that might ease some of the flat which has been aimed at boss Slaven Bilic. Make no mistake, this is a huge fixture. Both sides are desperate for something. I think the Baggies will just edge it. As for Fulham, they've collected one win against West Brom and they've struggled especially at the back. No one has conceded more. It doesn't help when you waste golden opportunities in games. Mitrovic, Lukman and Cavalero have all missed penalties this season. And life doesn't get much easier for Scott Parker's men. They travel to fourth place Leicester, who will be keen to put behind them a very tepid performance against an impressive Liverpool on Sunday. It's still been a very good start to the season for the Foxes. And Brendan Rodgers has at times been missing up to half a dozen first-choice players, yet they've dug out decent results. And you suspect Jamie Vardy will be relishing the opportunity to run at Fulham's leaky defence. It's Leicester for me to win on Monday. Colin Grant to score first in a West Brom win is best priced with William Hill at 8-1. Vardy first goal in a Leicester win, best priced 3-1 with Bet365. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Now with his best bet in the Football League, here's Naz Prendy. And I begin with the game on Friday night in League One between Fleetwood and Sunderland. Now, Fleetwood are seven games unbeaten at home, six wins and one draw. They've already beaten Sunderland this season in the Papa John's Trophy. And I think at 19 to 10, they are an excellent price. If you're looking for a Fleetwood goal scorer, look no further than Callum Camps. He's been amongst the goals of late. Uh, a couple in that demolition of Plymouth Argyle 5-1. And he is 7-2 any time, which I think is huge. Now, the following day on the Saturday, Birmingham take on Millwall in the Championship. The Vistas are 13-8 to to get the victory here. They are unbeaten on the road in four games and won at Preston and Wickham recently. Uh, again, if you're looking for a goal scorer for the Lions, Jed Wallace has been amongst the goals of late and he takes the penalties too for 
the visitors. So he would be a great play for me any time at 13 to 5. So my bets are in League One, Fleetwood to win at 19 to 10, and Callum Camps any time at 7 to 2. And in the Championship, Millwall to win at 13 to 8, and Jed Wallace an anytime goal scorer at 13 to 5. Good luck. You're listening to the Bet Bites podcast from Sports Betting Media. I'm Dave Donaldson and it's time to take a look at the FA Cup second round this weekend. First up, the game that caught my eye was Morecambe against Solihull Moors. Uh, Morecambe, of course, League Two. They're just outside the playoffs. Not been in spectacular form, but you think the fact that Solihull Moors are in the National League uh, would be a bit step too far for as far as they're concerned travelling to Morecambe. Solihull Moors just outside uh, the playoffs in their own league, but I think Morecambe, as I say, home advantage, I think, will be proved too much for Solihull Moors. I'm going to take Morecambe there at 5-4 to four on. Elsewhere, it's Newport County against Salford City in an all-league two encounter. Newport County, top of the table. Salford City, just outside the playoffs, not playing too badly, but I think Newport County, they've only lost twice this season uh, in the league, and I think that that will swing the tie their way, and I'm going to take them at 8-5. to five. And finally, it's Harrogate Town against Blackpool. Harrogate Town, of course, in League 2, they're really struggling. They've been in a terrible, terrible run of form. Blackpool, of course, in League 1, they've come into a real spell of form, and I think that that will prove too great for Harrogate, and I'm going to take Blackpool there to win at 21 to 20 and if you fancy all three in a treble you can get around eight and a half to one i'm Derek clark from the talking football podcast with my best bets for this weekend's scottish league cup there's an all-premiership affair at st mirren park as the buddies take on aberdeen on saturday jim goodwin's men have hit a decent run of form of late in fact they're unbeaten in their last six in all competitions since a 2-1 defeat by the dons in the league at the start of october Aberdeen have enjoyed considerable success in the League Cup in recent years, last winning the competition in the 2013-14 season. It's a tough one to call, but I'm going for Aberdeen to sneak past the Paisley side. They're favourites and are 4-9 to nine on, so little return really. If you want to get better value, then back both teams to score, which comes in at 6-5. to five. If you fancy backing the anytime goalscorer market, then Ryan Hedges looks good value to me at 3-1. to one. The Old Firm make their League Cup battles on Sunday. The pick of the game sees an out-of-form Celtic host Ross County. The Hoops have won the competition in each of the last four seasons and I'm tipping them to progress into the last eight. Neil Lennon's men are 1-7 to seven on, but that fancy county to score at Parkhead, so backing both teams to score gives you a decent odds of 5-4. to four. If you fancy an anytime goal-scorer bet, then look no further than Diego Laxalt, fresh from scoring a late equaliser against Hibs last weekend. He looks good value to me at 10-3. to three. If you'd want to back a Staggies player to find the back of the net, then Liam Fontaine at 28-1 looks a good shout. We release a new Bet Bites every Thursday morning. Hello, this is Richard Shawright from the 4020 Rugby League podcast, usually looking forward to a trip to Old Trafford for the Super League Grand Final. This year, I'm in isolation and the teams will be playing in front of no one at the KCOM Stadium in Hull. It's Wigan versus St Helens, the teams who finished first and second in Super League, and of course Saints defending the title they won last year. They'll be playing in the record 12th Grand Final, and these two teams have met three times in the showpiece event, 
with the Saints winning two of those. Now Wigan played in the first grand final back in 1998 and won on that occasion and there's plenty of milestones to look at in this one. Sean O'Loughlin and James Graham are both retiring and Wigan captain O'Loughlin will be the oldest ever grand finalist should he play on Friday. Now these two teams met a couple of weeks ago on the 30th of October and played out an absolute cracker. 18-6 the victory there for Wigan. Will that point towards the result on Friday? Well, I'm going for a Wigan win. They are the narrow favourites, but it really is the toss of a coin. Johnson more exotic bets. What about Bevan French to score the first try? He's around the 9-1 mark for Wigan. We've got a bigger price. What about a juicy 20-1 to on Alex Wormsley? The Saints forward has been very impressive this year and plays his 200th game of the weekend. He's 11-4 any time. Have a look at the drop goal at 2-1. Always worth a play in a tight game. And for the man of the match market, I'm picking out Zach Hardacre. He's got plenty to prove having missed out in 2017. He's available at 12 to 1. Check us out at 4020Live on Twitter. If you're listening on a platform that allows ratings, we'd appreciate a five star review. Hello, I'm Mike Boville from the Sports 7 Podcast, the new daily sports news podcast, and here are my best bets for this weekend's Autumn Nations Cup matches. It's fair to say, with cancellations, no crowds and some terrible rugby, the new Autumn competition hasn't exactly caught a light, and sadly I don't expect this to be the weekend for it to spark into life. What I do expect though is Wales to find the kind of motivation that's been lacking for most of the year when they play England in Clenethley. The English, who've bludgeoned everyone into submission so far, should once again be too strong. But expect Wales to push them all the way. It will be tight, it will be ugly, but Wales to win with a 14-point handicap and under 50 points overall looks like decent prospects. France at home are going to be too good for Italy, who missed their chance of a win in this autumn when they played Scotland. I expect the French to win with a bonus point, and it will be the same story for Ireland when they play Georgia in Dublin. The Georgians have provided stubborn opposition for Wales and England, but they've had a year of next to no rugby, and their conditioning will be tested to the limit by an Irish side wanting to make amends for that defeat to the English. Having said that, the handicap mark of 35 points still looks generous, especially in what's been a low-scoring competition. So Ireland to score at least four tries, but Georgia with the handicap could be the way to go. Our very own cricket badger, James Butler, takes a separate look at the internationals in Bet Bites Cricket. You can look out for another Bet Bites special from him after Friday's matches, looking ahead to those on Sunday. We quite often do specials on the golf as well. Make sure you subscribe for every Bet Bite podcast as it's released. Follow at Bet Bites on Twitter for all our latest tips. Hello, my name is Neil Foles. I'm a former snooker player, now a commentator and uh, work with the media in the studio for big events. It's the UK Championship currently going on the final stages live on the BBC and Eurosport from Saturday. If you go back to last year, the big three events, the UK, the Masters and the Worlds, were won by players that hadn't really been winning. Great players. One of them, Ding Junhui, was back to form this time 12 months ago. The Masters was a big shock with Stuart Bingham winning it. And the Worlds, Ronnie O'Sullivan isn't a shock, but he hadn't been winning all season. 
season. So I'm going to look along the same sort of lines this year. Somebody who hasn't won yet, someone who's won this event before. You don't get too many shock winners at the UK Championships. Crucially, the two real big guns at the moment in snooker, Ronnie O'Sullivan and Judd Trump, are in the same half of the draw. The reason for that is that Ding, of course, at the top, is the number one seed. So the top half is the one I'm interested in. So Neil Robertson, for me, is a player I think has got a great chance this year. He's won this event twice. He made a 147 in the final in 2015. But I think that given the fact he hasn't won anything yet and he's been beaten a couple of times early, he'd have been able to prepare for this event really well. And he'd be very determined to come back to form. Robertson, for me, around about 7-1. At a bigger price, someone who's been a little quiet since he won the Tour Championship, last year's finalist, Stephen Maguire. Okay, he's in the bottom half of the draw with a couple of the big guns, but he's about 50-1. to And in his first qualifying match, he put together a barrage of huge breaks. And he loves this event. So, Neil Robertson, Stephen Maguire, my selections. Good luck with your selections on this year's UK Snooker Championship. Please follow us, share us and like us on your social and your podcast platforms. Please gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for all the information. My name is Gavin Pozolowski and I'm looking at the best bets for this weekend's Formula One Grand Prix. F1 is leaving the cold in the rain of Europe behind and jetting off to the Gulf for the Bahrain Grand Prix, which is at a track where Lewis Hamilton has not been at his all-dominating best. Hamilton has won just one of the last four races here in Bahrain and last qualified pole here back in 2016. So the 8-11 he can get on Hamilton to be pole may be too short. Bottas, on the other hand, has qualified pole in two of the last four races this season, so it could be interesting at 9-4 to stick his car right at the front of the grid. One bet that interests me is a double points finish for Ferrari. Leclerc has been outshining Vettel this season, but Sebeb got a real confidence boost with a third place finish in Turkey last time out. And Ferrari tend to do well at this track, qualifying first and second here last year and winning in 2018 and 2017. For both Ferraris to finish in the top 10 is 2 to 1 in places. Quick five bets for you. Winning margin for the last two races have been under five seconds. You can get that at 9 to 4 at Betfair. Carlos Sainz is 13-8 to to finish in the top six. He's finished top six in five of the last six races he has finished. And to my favourite market, not to finish the race. Haas have had at least one car not finish here in three of the last four races. Magnussen or Grosjean to DNF, both a play at 6-4. to Please gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for all the information. Time for the racing segment now once again with Luke Elder. We've got a fantastic weekend of racing up ahead of us. The Fighting Fifth and the Labrooks Trophy being the two feature races. We're going to focus more at Newbury though for our two selections. Starting in the Labrooks Trophy, the three o'clock at Newbury with Clothcap, who was third behind Frodon at Cheltenham last time around. Dropped a couple of pounds for that. He was also eighth in the Kim Muir at the Cheltenham Festival last year. I think this sort of race could suit him perfectly. No weight on his back whatsoever with Tom Scudamore on board. I think Clothcap will go very close in the Labrooks trophy and we're going to wait uh, 35 minutes for the 335 global citizen uh, in the last at Newbury on Saturday he excels on flat tracks he's down to a mark of uh, 151 he ran poorly at Exeter last time around however that's more an undulating track Newbury a place he's won at in the past and let's not forget last year he did manage to beat the very exciting Rouge Vif so that form looks very nice I'm going to side with global citizen in the 335 at Newbury and in the Labrooks trophy the three o'clock cloth cap best of luck whatever you do You're listening to the Bet Bites podcast from Sports Betting Media. 
Well, hello, John Gwynn here. It's darts, darts and more darts. The wonderful tournament, the Grand Slam of darts, won by Jose de Souza, the uh, Portuguese debutant in the competition after beating James Wade in the final. And he's going to be taking part, that's James Wade and uh, Jose de Souza, in the uh, Players' Championship on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, the televised stages at also the Rico Arena. It's possible that Michael van Gerwen will uh, record a seventh title. He's 7-2 to two to do so. But it's also more than likely that one of the other leading players will bounce back after a disappointing Grand Slam of darts. And I'm going to put four points on Peter Wright at 11-2. to two. My other six points, I'm going to do three players each way at good value. And when I say the names of the players, you'll know exactly what I mean. Each way, Michael Smith at 16 to one, a point each way. Aspinall at 20 to one, a point each way. Devon Peterson, who's absolutely been spellbinding since he, he took coaching lessons from none other than Wayne Mardle, he's 22 to one. So my one point each way on Smith at 16s, Aspinall 20s and Peterson at 22s, the other four points on Peter Wright to win at 11 to 2. Hello Andy Holding here once again from oddsticker.com taking a look at Strictly Come Dancing Elimination number 5, week 6 of course. And last week we saw Caroline Quentin bite the dust. Uh, she wasn't quite as popular as some of the other contestants, celebrities in the competition. Obviously the likes of Bill Bailey, Harvey, Ranveer. And uh, now uh, Jamie Langer's coming through up on the rails. have got a, a decent following with the public. So it all boils down to this week what they're dancing, of course, which is usually the case, but also looking at some of the polls that I've been looking at and uh, piecing it all together. I think it's going to be between JJ Chalmers and Jamie Lang. Now, JJ Chalmers hasn't exactly been hitting the ball out of the park on his dancing with his scoring, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, after uh, one day, YouTube replays that I look at. So he must have a very, very good fan base for him to be sticking around. He hasn't even gotten the dance-off yet, which suggests to me that, um, you know, he's, like I say, he's got a, a decent following, largely due to the fact that he's in the army. And this week he's going to be wearing a kilt as well, as well. I always think that has a bit of a, an effect on the eye, as it were. Whereas Jamie obviously has done really well with two very showy dances, particularly last week he did Couples Choice, very much a street vibe, and he did it really well. But he went out towards the end, it was bound to score well, but I think he's going to come down to earth crashing this way because he's doing the tango. I think Jamie could be vulnerable because he, he's not going to outscore the likes of Harvey, Maisie, Clara, who's doing the job this week. So my prediction this week is that Jamie Lang, unfortunately, will go top prize 7-4 with Bet365. Thanks to Andy Holding for his best bets in Strictly Come Dancing. BetBytes is a sports betting media production. Visit our website or at SBM underscore podcasts on Twitter for more of what we do. Break even last week, bar a few pennies, though we still have a 14 and a half unit profit overall in the series. And we've got some big price in running bets still live on I'm a Celebrity, which just keep getting shorter. Fingers crossed for those. Fingers crossed that whatever you're betting on this week is a winner too. We'll be back in seven days time. Podcast Network.